Welcome to the first episode of The Jungle Podcast. My name is Parker Wells. I am the co-founder and secretary here at The Jungle. For those of you who do not know what our organization is, we are a student-led pep group affiliated with the Georgetown College Tigers. Our mission is to bring notice to some of the smaller athletic programs on campus uh, and bring them the recognition that we feel they deserve. Um, these are our friends, our, for our classmates, um, who put in just as much work day in and day out as the larger sports teams on campus like basketball and football. And we have brought it upon ourselves and the rest of our group to give them what we think they deserve. I'm joined here today with the other co-founders of the group, President Adam Betts and Vice President Jacob Roberts. And uh, what this podcast is going to be doing is basically going over uh, weekly sports updates uh, involving Georgetown College and other things around the Mid-South Conference and even in the greater uh, umbrella of the NAIA. And uh, with that being said, I'd like to go ahead and kick it off to Adam, and we're going to go over our first team for this week, uh, women's lacrosse. Hello, uh, I'm Adam Betts. Like Parker said, I'm currently the president of the Jungle. Um, and I'm going to talk a bit about the women's lacrosse team here on campus. You know, they're, they have a strong t tradition on campus, even though they've only been around for, I believe, eight years. Um, but each and every year, they, they've had great teams. We have uh, a national player of the year that uh, graduated from our program a couple years ago um, who played with, with some of the older girls on this team. Avery Blackman was her name. Uh, phenomenal player. Great player. And she really, uh, she really showed uh, these these women how how to get stuff done. Um, so with that being said, uh, the the Tigers lacrosse team uh, were zero and one this year after a tilt with life. Uh, it was the first game of the season um, for for the Tigers, and I believe life had already played a few. Um, so it was the the Tigers were at a bit of a disadvantage. Um, but watching that game really showed, you know, these Tigers have a lot of grit. It was a gritty defensive game. Um, and, and, and the Tigers battled hard till the end. Um, they're led by a couple of seniors this year that I want to shout out. Uh, Ollie Archer, uh, midfielder from, from Auckland, New Zealand. And uh, Tyler Roman, a defender from Castle Rock, Colorado, they're two of the two of the main leaders on the team. Um, they really showed up. Ollie, I believe, had two goals um, against Life, and and you know that's a tough Life team uh, that they ran into. Uh, the number number nine team in the nation. Our, our Tigers opened the year at number seven. Um, the final score ended up being 11 to four, but it was a lot closer all throughout. The Tigers fought hard. Um, I believe it was five, three at one point. So they were right there in it. Um, and you know, it, it showed me that, that even though they haven't had the ability to play a lot of games this year yet, um, 
there's been limited ability to practice with uh, COVID-19 issues all across campus and all across uh, the nation. Um, but head coach Brandon Davis uh, always really impresses me. He, he always has a great team. Um, he has a, a great background. Um, the, the ladies are always game. They always step up. They always come to play. Uh, just about every year we're a top 10 team in the nation and every year we're going to the national tournament and it's just really impressive that on on a campus like Georgetown College coach Davis has been able to uh, foster that sort of tradition this quickly here um, I, I believe Jacob's gonna run through some stats uh, real quick yeah so coming into this game we saw life University was already four and0 they had uh, beaten a couple teams that were receiving votes. They beat Ave Maria 16 to 13, Tennessee Wesleyan 20 to 1, Weber International 25 to 2, Bernal at 28 to 2. So this isn't a team that was going to be taken lightly. Obviously, a top 10 team in the nation. Uh, never going to take lightly. But as Adam said, definitely played well, uh, showed that grit. Even though they haven't been able to get in a game yet, that was a big step for them and get that first game in. Uh, obviously, COVID-19, anything can happen this year, as we're seeing throughout the nation in all kinds of sports. And also a little cancellation because of snow. I uh, ended up seeing some of the women's lacrosse players and some other uh, spring athletes coming out to uh, clear the field so that we were able to have these games uh, this past week. Um, and just real quick uh, about life. They did have the Mid-South Conference Player of the Week um, following this game. Uh, Tina Ritchie, I believe, from Annapolis, Maryland, um, a transfer from D1 Campbell, really had a stellar performance up in Georgetown uh, during that game um, and was rewarded by the Mid-South Conference. Uh, but there were, there were a lot of good points from the Tigers. Uh, some young players stepping up, you know, especially freshmen in their first collegiate game. Um, other young players coming back from injury. Uh, there was a bit of a there was a bit of an injury bug this this past season um, that led to a lot of players' years getting cut short. But it's good to see them back out there on the field. Um, there after the life game, we've had a couple cancellations and postponements, but the Tigers will be back at it on March the 20th at Thomas More University at 12 p.m. Uh, so fun little matinee game with the Saints. Um, barring any cancellation or uh, postponement or even makeup before then. And then after that, um, on March the 24th, the Tigers will host number two, University of the Cumberlands at 6 p.m. at Toyota Stadium. Uh Always a fun game with with University of the Cumberlands. They're a great program. We're a great program. It's always good to uh, see those two teams square off. It's definitely going to be a good matchup. Two top ten teams in the nation going at each other. Uh, we're going to need your help to come out to Toyota Stadium and make it loud for these girls. They come out to every other sporting event and make it a positive atmosphere for the rest of the sports. So we would love to see all of you out there on March 24th at 6 p.m getting loud for the jungle in women's lacrosse. You know, this, this lacrosse team got off to a rough start in their first game. Um, 
but after two weeks of not being able to practice due to weather-related reasons, uh, they looked really well, and we can expect them to start kicking things into gear and uh, start winning some games here. And uh, at the end of the day, we're looking for them to have a very strong season. Also want to make a couple shout-outs. Uh, I talked about the seniors earlier, but there are a couple of sophomores that made big impacts against uh, life. Sophomore attacker Matty Brock set a school ground ball record with, with 11 ground balls uh, picked up. That's something that's really key, uh, especially in a sport like lacrosse, just uh, possession, um, you know, having the ability to take shots. So uh, that was great to see. And then uh, sophomore goalkeeper Olivia Yakel stepped up big between the bars, um, you know, played, played a good game, uh, made some good saves, looked really comfortable and confident back there. So that's always great to see. But, yeah, we, uh, we look forward to the 20th, uh, being able to watch, watch on stretch internet, which the Mid-South Conference uses to broadcast most all sports. Excited to watch the Tigers travel uh, just up the highway to Thomas More University. And then the 24th, the Tigers are back at home against number two in the nation, University of the Cumberlands. Like Jacob said, come out, support, watch. Uh, the women's lacrosse team is one of the most you know, supportive groups on campus. They're always coming out, uh, cheering loud, uh, being involved. And, of course, we've got a shout-out, Mackenzie Miller, Mac. Uh, she's a part of our, our jungle leadership group. It's always fun to see her uh, play some lacrosse out there. Before we switch gears over to uh, men's and women's soccer, real quick, uh, just wanted to take some time to to thank our sponsors, uh, Craters and Freighters out of Fishers, Indiana, um, has been a huge help um, helping us get banners, flags, uh, actually allowing us to get T-shirts for the jungle for the first time. Uh, hopefully, coming in. As soon as possible, Jacob. Two, I know two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Jacob says. So hopefully there will be there will be some events to attend once we have the t-shirts. Um, wanted to thank the uh, Georgetown Communications Department for allowing us to use their space to record this podcast. Thank you, Doctor Rowlett. Yes, thank you. Also, our advisor. <laughs> Shout uh, out there, but we would also like to thank the Georgetown College Student Government Association. Um, without their support, uh, none of this would be possible. They've given us a, a space in the stadium for our organization at games, um, and they've been very supportive of our group throughout this whole entire process. Um, we we thank everybody, especially our. Uh, our leadership team um, and everybody who has supported us and believed us this far. And we thank you. And uh, we ask that you continue to give us your support as we enter this next chapter of our, of our group. Uh, and with that, I'd like to pass it off to Jacob Roberts, who's going to start talking a little bit about men's and women's soccer. Hey guys, you've uh, heard from me a little bit, but uh, my name is Jacob Roberts and I am currently the starting goalkeeper for the men's soccer team uh, at Georgetown College. I also hold school records for most single saves in a season, uh, most career saves, 
most single season shutouts and uh, most career shutouts. And I'm going to start talking off about the women's soccer team. A really good start to the season for the women this year. Start off the season with a 2-0 win against a good Trinity Christian team. A team that came into Toyota Stadium and actually beat us last year. So to be able to get some, some revenge on them, get a good shutout victory over them, was definitely important to start off the season. Uh, the women are playing really well this year, uh, led on the wing by Libby Miller. Uh, I believe she's a sophomore, um, and she's killing it this season. Arguably the fastest – we're just going to go ahead and say it. She is the fastest women's soccer player in the NAIA. Uh, an absolute thrill to watch streak, streak down the wing. Um, great touch, uh, great stamina. The first person you have to talk about when it comes to Georgetown College uh, I mean, women's soccer. There's no one else. Like when you start off talking about women's soccer at Georgetown College, you think about Libby Miller. Like it is, it's a bold statement by Adam Betts, but it's also a statement that I 100% stand behind. There's no other way to put it. And of course, on the on the flip side of that, another person you cannot talk you you have to talk about. You cannot leave out of the conversation. Senior goalkeeper Meg Martin. Just an absolute gamer back there. Um, an honorable mention All-American as a freshman. Just, uh, so that's a, that's a big deal. Great goalkeeper. Really keeps it tight uh, in the back line. Uh, keeps the defense organized. Yeah, and uh, she gets a lot of help from uh, senior center back Kelsey Castle. Those two are really, I would say, the, the heart and soul of the defense, uh, the team leaders, the people you look for uh, – the people that always carry themselves with an air of confidence to get stuff done. Uh, the the Tigers are three and one right now, and the lone blemish uh, came to Shawnee State in a helter skelter back and forth five four defeat. Um, no lack of offense in that game. Absolutely not. And most people think of soccer as a low scoring sport, but a a five four game really keeps the the fans engaged and game that we love to see. Unfortunately. Didn't go our way, but proud of the women's team for the way they fought in that game. But they did end up bouncing back two days later in a home victory, uh, 3-1 against Asbury. Not a bad Asbury team, a team that finished in the top half of the River States Conference, a team who actually uh, fought for River States Conference title last year. So that's a good win for the ladies. And it's always good to get a win against Asbury. I'll tell you that much. Anytime we find ourselves playing against a team uh, that close to us, you just have to you have to get that win because there aren't a lot of opportunities to to compete with a, a school like Asbury, which is really just essentially right down the road on the other side of Lexington. It's always good to get that win, um, so I'm really glad the Tigers were able to get that done. Uh, then the ladies actually just went on an away trip this past weekend down to Freed Hardeman. They had their game on the 28th postponed against Bethel. I uh, don't know when that's going to be rescheduled. Uh, but the ladies went down and got a 3-0 victory against Freed Hardeman. Honestly, a dominant performance by the ladies. Uh, obviously outclassed the Lions uh, and got a really good victory down there. <clears throat> We're really excited to see them in action uh, tomorrow, actually, against Lindsey Wilson. I don't, I don't think I need to tell you how important of a game – this is to anybody on the Georgetown College campus. When you think about Lindsey Wilson, you think about rivalry, you think about a hard-fought game, and I think that's exactly what we're going to get tomorrow. 
the women actually only lost one out to Lindsey Wilson last year. That was a heartbreak in overtime, but a game that they fought hard, and I know that they're going to remember, and uh, it's going to be in the back of their minds when they take the field tomorrow. And you have to know that Coach Leah Cruz Castleman will have those girls firing and ready to play. Um, lucky to have Lindsey Wilson come in here. Uh, Two years in a row, actually. Yeah, to, to Toyota Stadium, which – which is the best home field advantage uh, in the Mid-South Conference, without a doubt. Coming coming into Georgetown, going up against one of the best teams in the conference and also having to deal with that uh, rowdy jungle crowd is definitely something that no opposing team likes to face. Uh, so it's going to be a great matchup. We're really looking forward to it. And you know what? Circling back to what uh, Jacob said earlier um, – when you think of Georgetown, Lindsey Wilson, you think about two schools in the Mid-South Conference that are always seemingly at the top of every end-of-year standings in just about every sport. Two schools, you know, just locked in a heated rivalry. We just – Georgetown just played them in football. I believe Lindsey Wilson was the number one team in the nation in football. Yep. It was the NAIA football game of the week. Um Lindsey Wilson came into Georgetown and sadly uh, defeated the Tigers, but the Tigers' offense exploded, uh, getting a little off track here. But 502 yards 502 against yards an offense Tigers. that only averaged about 150 yards. So that's a, that's a big win for the Tigers, or a big big offensive day for the Tigers. Yeah, uh, sadly couldn't pull it out, but it just shows that every time you get Lindsey Wilson, you get Georgetown, it's going to be something special. Um, following that – it's a trip to Campbellsville on the ninth, and then which the Tiger Bowl, Tigers and Tigers, is always, always heated. And then and they will return home on the eleventh for a home tilt with Thomas Moore, uh, welcoming the Saints back to Georgetown College in their second year in the Mid South Conference. That's a game that had a lot of rivalry last year as well. Uh, ended up losing to them in the opening round of the conference tournament, but that was a two games that were. Really hard fought for the Tigers, and I know there's a little bit of a little bit of bad blood between those two schools, uh, but I know that 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 game will be definitely one to keep on your calendar, one to keep your eye out for. Um, um, I'm glad we got it rescheduled because it was originally scheduled for February the 16th, but was postponed, uh, and then it was rescheduled for the following day and postponed as well. I believe that was the snowstorm. Yep. Yes, the snowstorm mm-hmm. took that game out, so it's good to see it back on the schedule. Like to play them. That's a good that's a that's an easy trip that you almost have to make up. What an hour up the road, tops. Uh easy breezy, not a rough trip at all. So glad to get that back on the schedule uh at home for the Tigers. Always good to have as many home games as possible. And uh following that game, however, on the 14th of March, uh the new kid on the block. Uh, number five, Martin Methodist is coming to Toyota Stadium for a uh, for a one o'clock uh, battle uh, here in Georgetown. Um, just Martin Methodist is a women's soccer program that you know is just always up there in the top ten, top five, always at the national tournament. the The Red Hawks are just a great program, so it'll be cool to welcome them to the Mid South Conference. And this is a team that Georgetown's fairly familiar with as well. Uh, we welcomed them to Toyota Stadium last September, or September of 2019 as well, when they were ranked number nine in the nation. A 5-3 loss for the Tigers. That's that's not a bad loss against a very good Martin Methodist team. 
This is a team that I remember watching, very technical, moved the ball very well. Um, definitely a challenge for the Tigers, but I think it's one that we can pull out uh, as we welcome them back to Toyota Stadium. I don't think they're going to be ready for what the jungle has in store. Uh, I think that this uh, women's soccer team has added a lot this year, as well as having those veteran players as well. Uh, but I think it's definitely going to be a challenge, but I think it's one that the ladies can pull out. We're definitely looking forward to these big games against Lindsey Wilson and Martin Methodist. Um, and also really looking forward to this women's soccer team having uh, an extraordinary season. They're off to a great start. Uh, we're looking for big things just like lacrosse. Just just real quick, uh, let's let's circle back to that Lindsey Wilson game. Jacob, uh, hit me with hit me with a couple keys. What do you think the keys are to defeat the uh, Blue Raiders? Uh, get Libby in behind the defense. Like Adam said, she's probably the fastest player in the NAIA. Um, as long as we keep the ball in the midfield and be able to hit that ball down the line to Libby, uh, get Maggie Van Luit in the box so that she can uh, get that cutback cross and put those in. We've seen that all the time this season, uh, taking it down the line, putting it back across for that easy tap-in finish. Uh, that's going to be a key to the game because we know Lindsey Wilson, they're going to be solid all around the field, uh, good midfield, strong back line. So it's really about breaking them down and going at them because a lot of teams at this level, they don't like to be pushed, especially at the top. So if you can go at a team uh, right from the start, it's definitely going to throw them off and uh, give the team a big advantage in the beginning. I think it's going to be about possession, possession, possession. Um Obviously, the other team can't score if you have the ball. Uh, the midfield's going to have to play hard. I have an X factor for you here. Junior winger Haven Lockow has been turning in good performances so far this year. I think she's going to get on the score sheet. I think she's going to have a goal. Uh, is that going to be enough? That's going to come down to our strong defense. But I think you're going to see Haven put one in. Um Maybe on a cross by Libby Miller. I, I think I'm going to call that. Yeah. Haven goal on a cross, a, a ground cross across the box, catching the goalkeeper slipping uh, what, to put what, the Tigers on the board. What's our score prediction, Adam? What, what do you score think? Score prediction? I I don't know. I'd have to look at, at what Lindsay's been doing Lindsay's this year. defense doesn't have a shutout this year. No shutouts. Who have they played so far? Uh, let's Let me pull that up real quick. Um, Let's see. Okay, without without studying, pop quiz time. I'm gonna go uh, <laughs> overtime two one Georgetown Tigers victory. And the jungle rushes the field. Yes, the <laughs> social distancing and masked up. Of course, the jungle will be on the field. Following the you heard it here first, two one victory. Uh, I'm gonna call uh, Maddie Sparks goal in overtime. Golden goal to win it. Uh, so we just hope to see as many people as possible out there. Uh, should be a fun game. I know we're excited. Uh, I know the ladies are excited. Uh, Parker, you got anything else for the women's soccer team? I, I think that about sums it up. Um, if we want to go ahead and, and switch over to the men's team, I, I think we've got everything on women's. And here we go. Lastly, uh, we're going to talk about the men's soccer team for a bit. Uh, current record 2-1-1. One, and one. Um, Recently made the trip down to Freed Hardeman and won a gritty game 2-0, uh, I believe. Yep. 
uh, without the services of a few of our uh, starters due to uh, contact tracing. Uh, hope to get them back as soon as possible. Um, I'm going to throw it to Jacob to speak a bit because, you know, he's the man. He's the, uh, the acting captain currently, I believe. Um, the man between the sticks. Uh, so let's toss it over to him. Yeah, so uh, having a really good season uh, this year. The boys are having a, having a good time playing some good soccer. Uh, that trip down to Freed Hardman, it's honestly not a trip that anybody wants to make. Being in a van for six hours isn't exactly a definition of fun, but sometimes you just got to make that business trip down and uh, take care of business, even when you're missing a couple players. Uh, as Adam said, yes, I am acting captain right now. I was made an honorary captain, and it just kind of stuck. So clearing the air on that one. Uh, talking about business, that's, uh, that's exactly what that trip is, uh, getting down there, taking care of things. We saw, saw a lot of – a lot of good things out of that soccer game and a lot of things to look forward to going forward in this season. Yeah, we saw the uh, goal scored by Nico Hudobro and uh, Job Barbosa. It was good to see Job, uh, our good buddy Job, finally get uh, onto the score sheet. After three years, it's good to see him get good to see him on the score sheet. Three years in the Tiger Black and Orange and uh, good for him to get a goal against Freed Hardeman. Um, and an assist. He assisted Nico on the first one. Very good. Good assist Very for him. Started the season uh, with a great 5-0 victory versus Trinity Christian. The Trolls came down and didn't have anything for our Tigers at Toyota Stadium. No shots on target. Uh, yeah, Jacobs had a fairly easy job this year. Yep. Uh, under five saves? Six. Six saves Six on the saves, season yeah. through four games. And you know what? Only giving up two goals, so... Not too bad so far. For Shout Jacob. out to the back line for that. They're playing phenomenal this season. Good, good. And um, following the Trinity Christian game uh, was a slew of postponed and canceled um, games. Uh, Thomas Moore is going to have to wait. Campbellsville, Harrodsburg, uh, probably not coming back on the schedule. Thomas Moore postponed again. Uh, Brescia canceled but made up. We'll talk about that one shortly. And then a trip to Pikeville has been postponed. Hope we got that one back March 18th. Really excited uh, to play the Bears. Um, so that brings us to the 1-1 draw with Shawnee State. Yeah, this is a – at the time, it was kind of a disappointing result for us. But uh, as we've gone on to see, Shawnee State's not a team to be taken lightly in this conference now. We know in basketball they were they're one of the lower teams in the conference for a while, but and just like they were in soccer, but they're starting to starting to make some strides here, uh, getting some really good players in. Uh, striker number seventeen, Kevin Vandelang or Kevin Delang, sorry, uh, really good player, MSC Freshman of the Year two years ago. So definitely not a team to be taken lightly. Uh, a team that definitely came into Toyota Stadium ready to fight uh, and take some points off of this. Uh, team played really well that game, though. Pretty dominant performance for the most part. We were just unlucky, couldn't find the back of the net more than once. Uh, but a, a point in this conference is very important at this point because everybody's going to be, everybody's beating everybody this season. So, uh, big, big game there. Shout out to Jake McKetrick for the goal. Um, shout out to the boys for fighting for 110 minutes hard and overtime. Unlucky we couldn't get 
get the win, but uh, a point's better than zero. Uh, so it's a good, good, uh, good game for the boys. And you know what? Following that game, you just saw Tigers laying down on the field. Um, they gave it their all. They played a really tough, tough team to a tough result. Um, uh, happy to get the one point. Unlucky to not get the three. Uh, but all in all, a great effort from the Tigers. I, uh, like like Jacob said, um, one point uh, this year is infinitely better than none. Uh, with the situation, uh, with the pandemic and everything that's been going on this year, who knows what's going to happen. Um, the teams who want it the most, the teams who are going to be out there working the hardest, um, those are the teams that we are going to see on the top of the scoreboards and at the top of the conference at the end of the season. Um, so getting out there and watching our team and, and seeing how hard they wanted that win um, just goes to show how how willing and how ready they are to put the work in this year. Um, that brings us to an unfortunate result at home against Brescia. It was a 1-0 loss. Um, Brescia played hard early. Um, High press early. They earned their goal uh, off of just really a, a three-on-one. Uh, found the right guy, put it in the back, what what you have to do at the college level. And then they they sat back a bit. And this, there's no – you can't fault them for sitting back because – what was the score of this game last year? 11-1. to 1. 11, Georgetown won 11-1. to 1. They got their goal. They got up 1-0. And they did what they had to do to get probably the biggest win in their program's history. I'm no Brescia soccer historian, but – I don't have to be to say coming into Toyota Stadium and knocking off the high-flying Tigers 1-0 um, is probably the biggest result in, in the history of their men's soccer program. And, you know, on the back of their their goalkeeper, he he was flying around making plays. He, he faced a firestorm in the second half of shots and seemingly was always right in the right place at the right time. So got to give him props. Um, but – uh, a bit of a lethargic play style from the Bearcats in the second half left me feeling, left me leaving the game with a with a sour taste in my mouth. Um, and I know many of the players on the team feel the same way. Um, but let's get past that because Jacob, I don't think you probably want to talk about that one at all. Yeah, I'd rather not. Because after that, uh, the team was hit with, like I said earlier, a slew of. Um, COVID-related um, issues, and went down to Freed Hardeman to a beautiful high school football field, it might was, I add. It was phenomenal. And and handed the Lions a 2-0 defeat. Man, what a way to get back in the winning column, especially in the conference. Every three points you can get from conference, like Parker said earlier, you got to get those points because with the way they're doing standings this year, they're really rewarding people for playing the games. Um, and you want to get that one point out from playing the game for sure. And to get three, so much better. Because if you play 12 games and win six, but a team goes undefeated but only plays six, you're tied. 
and then you have your ties and stuff, and it's by points. It's not by win percentage. Um, I really think it was a genius idea for the, from the Mid-South Conference to do it by points this year because you're rewarding the teams that are able to be smart and stay healthy and get games in. Um, Jacob, you have anything you want to say about that? Yeah, I think that was a really big step forward for our team. Obviously, we're a really young team. I think we only have seven upperclassmen, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so like that, we kind of took a step back at the pressure game, didn't come out. Didn't play our best game, to be fair. We'll admit that. But then to come out and make a huge turnaround against a team that a team that's on the rise. I mean, Freed Hardeman wasn't a bad team, team that had some talent, uh, and to shut him out. And it, was a, it was a big step forward. We could have taken that Brescia loss as now nah, our season's over. We lost to Brescia. But it's not anything that the boys are are willing to do. And shout out to the coaching staff for keeping that mentality high and keeping the training sessions intense um, to keep us engaged uh, as we move forward in the conference. And we took that big step forward to uh, get a big conference win on the road and to get a shutout in this conference is a big deal because not many teams are uh, doing that this season. Um, that brings us to uh, our next uh, match will be at Campbellsville University on March 9th. How sweet would it be to get that victory, Jacob? Oh, my gosh. Uh, to beat the team that's knocked us out of the conference tournament the past two years would be phenomenal. Uh, there's always a little bad blood between Campbellsville and Georgetown, you know, the Tiger v. Tiger uh, rivalry. So that would be amazing to come out there with a good result. Uh, get a win at Campbellsville after they've knocked us out of the conference tournament the past two years. Uh, that'd be that'd be phenomenal. Honestly, they were the only team that shut us out last season. So to go out there, put a good uh, offensive clinic on in Campbellsville would be would be really nice. And your your Tigers will be a bit uh, shorthanded for for the Tiger Bowl this year, um, but should be nearly the same squad as the Freed Hardeman match. Um, probably a couple changes, but. Um, excited to see the Tigers uh, get some more games in because it's so important to do that. After that, on March the 11th, we will host Thomas Moore. Uh, the Saints come into town after a really a back-and-forth affair last year at Thomas Moore, an overtime victory, quick into overtime. How many seconds on that first goal? 15 seconds, and Logan Sparks hit a ripper. Yeah, 15 <laughs> seconds into overtime last year at Thomas Moore. The Tigers came away with a victory. Hoping it won't be uh, that close of a game this year, but it would be very exciting if it was. Uh, following that, we will host Martin Methodist on March 14th, um, a team that – uh, we've played within the past five years or so um, down there at Martin Methodist gave us a, uh, a bit of a thrashing, but we're not even going to say what the score is on that one. It's a, it's a different team now, two different teams. So it'll be cool to welcome the Martin Methodist men's team uh, back to Toyota stadium. Cause I'm sure they've been here before. It's also senior night. So uh, come out and support me. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Roberts, the lone senior of the Georgetown men's soccer program. That's an interesting scenario. Um, there's a couple of reasons why there's only one senior left on the team. Uh, his class wasn't very big at all to start with. Only seven. Uh, only seven guys. But um, this team has been extremely focused on developing young talent. 
uh, for the past couple of years. That's something that Coach Brent Chase has done a great job at. When Jacob mentioned that there were uh, only a few underclassmen, I was really surprised because you know the sophomores played a lot last year, and the juniors that are here have played a lot of soccer um, for the Tigers. Uh, so I mean, it's it's a young team, but it's a very experienced team. Yeah, I mean, you look at Seba Bocas Canales and Luca Zelman, two players that are in the top ten in career goals and assists, and they've played one season for the Tigers. That's a lot of experience in simply one season, and they're coming back for their sophomore season, raring to go. So you have guys that are only sophomores, but they might have played 18, 19 games last year. So that's a that's a big advantage for the Tigers. Uh, definitely looking forward to an exciting second half of the season this year for our Tigers. And uh, as Jacob and Adam were both talking about, this is this is a very young team. So not only are we looking for an exciting rest of this season, but also an exciting future for the coming years for this team. Uh, it's, it's something that's been a long process, and uh, we're finally starting to see the results pay off. Um, it's very fun to go out and watch this team. It's an exciting team. They're all fired up. You can see the passion in their eyes. You can see it by the way they run. Uh, this team wants to be the best. Yeah, and I think uh, Adam has some a little more to say. Uh, yeah, just real quick, a couple things. I want to say thank you so much to Coach Brent Chase. Um, he is the biggest fan of the fans, and his support of, of us means the world to our operations, and it really is the driving force for getting students out to go uh, cheer at soccer games. Everything we've worked towards, Brent and uh, Coach Chase included, um, came to life in last year's home game against Lindsey Wilson. Oh, my gosh. And, and we will, we just hope to continue that for Coach Brent Chase um, and for all the other Tiger teams on campus. Second thing, here we go, a little segment I like to call Rate the Uniforms. Tigers <laughs> <laughs> Tigers with a couple new kits this year. Are we starting with the cross or are we starting with men's soccer? Uh, let's. I I don't know enough about the the women's lacrosse team. Has like different combos. Yeah, seventeen combos. I'm just gonna give them a ten out of a ten. Uh, their coach, you know, he pulls the strings with sponsors and and you you deals. honestly never know what they're going to be walking out onto that field wearing the the goalie helmets are. Oh my cr- god! I think they have chrome goalie helmets <laughs> or something. It's just it's crazy. Um, but yeah, they got grays, whites, blacks, oranges, skirts, shorts. Uh, ridiculous. They're, they they're, can wear a different combination every game. They might be the Oregon of the NAI. Their drip is unbelievable. The women's on the women's side. I've only seen the oranges this year. Oh, uh, but the oranges are nice. A basic, classy. You know, the fade to white on yes. the long sleeve. That's pretty nice. Yeah. And and the goalie kits are great as well. Always love to see the purple on oh, a Georgetown yeah. College uniform. You know, former school color. Um, they they're always they always look really sharp the women's soccer team. The black kits are pretty nice. They wore those against Freed Hardeman. I haven't really seen really nice. Give them a seven or an eight. That's pretty it. nice. I haven't seen it. Now we come to the men's, where we have a beauty of a black and oh orange striped kit. 
that I would just wish they would wear every game. And that's no knock on the white and orange lightning stripe uniform. But the black and orange stripe is phenomenal. It's all, all pretty close to what you would consider a rugby-style shirt, wouldn't you say? Uh, rugby generally is more horizontal stripes. Vertical. Nah. Uh, not horizontal, sorry. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Yeah, so uh, the Tigers, <laughs> vertical striped, orange and black, or black with orange stripes. Phenomenal. Coach Brent Chase, if you're listening in, I plead with you to make that a permanent uniform for the Georgetown men's soccer program. That could be our identity for the years to come. Hey, Please about, keep it. What about those pink goalie kits? The pink goalie kits are good. I think uh, you can run with that. I think Rippy's going to have a whale of a time. Sean Rippy, backup goalkeeper. Um, Love that kid. We'll have a whale of a time designing his own uniforms next year, hopefully. Uh Unless he wants to keep the pink and blue. Uh, and also the yellow and orange kits, good as well. Now let's talk about the Lightning McQueen kits, the uh, the secondaries, I would say, for the men's team. All white, uh, two-tone orange lightning stripe. No knock on them. It's really grown on me. When I first saw them, I laughed a little bit. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Same. But seeing them out on the field, it really works. Uh, but I would say if if one uniform has to go, that one does for me. Because uh, the black and orange stripe is at n- a solid 9.8 out of 10. And the white uh, is based off the – I don't know if many of you watch soccer. You probably don't. But um, AS Roma from Italy came out with a lightning bolt kit last year, and it was supposed to be one of the best kits in Europe at the time. So we kind of tried to model it off that because uh, it was a really cool kit. And it looks good. I'll give it a – right now it keeps growing on me. So this might change the next time I see it, but I'll give it a – Seven and a half out of ten there. Um, so, Coach Chase, like I said, if you're watching, please keep the black and orange. <laughs> Love to see a black uniform for the Tigers. We've been missing it for a couple years. Um, I know you've been experimenting year to year with different uh, uniform designs. Uh, out with the gray, in with the black, please, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, I, uh, I think that about wraps it up for, for this segment and for men's soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, signing off. My name is uh, Jacob Roberts. I'm your president, Adam Betts. Sorry, Vice President Jacob Roberts for throwing titles in. <laughs> and uh, this is Secretary Parker Wells. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank everybody for for tuning in, and uh, please join us next time on the next episode of the Jungle Podcast. Welcome to the Jungle. Go Tigers. <laughs>